Hello and welcome to the Bible Podcast, a podcast for pastors, church planters, ministers, anyone who is doing the work of ministry and working in the marketplace at the same time. This is your time of encouragement and I am your host, Ade Subbanjo. This is the Bible Podcast, episode 20. So good to be on episode 20, 20 weeks of producing content. It's such a good landmark to celebrate. So thank you everyone for taking the time to listen, to be part of this Bible Ministers community. It's such a blessing. And um, we've been away for from this podcast for about uh, three weeks now because I've been traveling. We are now in Kujay in Abuja, Nigeria. And um, that's why I've not been able to get myself back on track. But I'm back on track and and we will continue weekly as, as usual. The, the family is settling down here in, in Kujay. The children are back in school. And we've been doing a 40-day program where I've been teaching on faith and on how to just receive all the blessings that we have received freely from the from the cross from the work of salvation that Christ uh, bought for us on the cross and it's been a great time lots of people have been blessed and I myself have been blessed tremendously by the program so yes that's just the update let's get into today's discussion today's discussion I've been reflecting on 13 years of ministry and I I just thought that there are some things that I would do differently, especially two major things I think I would have done differently. If I were to start all over again, I'll do this differently for sure. And um, I want to share those uh, with anyone who is not doing them right now. Maybe you should take this up and focus a lot on, on them. Now, there are, there are a few things, maybe five or six major things that I would encourage every pastor every bible pastor to focus on and uh, but these two are the ones that i didn't focus on earlier on in my ministry and i i want to focus on them now so i'll i'll, I'll share the two first and later on i'll share the other ones and there's this scripture that i would like to use as a foundation for the first point and that is in second corinthians chapter 13 Verse 14, it says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. And that is in New King James Version. And what I want to highlight there and what I am saying, I should have done more. I would do way more than I did at the beginning of my ministry is the communion of the Holy Spirit. I am discovering that a lot of us we understand that it is important to to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, to, to pray in the Spirit, to recognize the presence of God, but we don't mean we don't really fellowship with the Holy Spirit as we ought to. We don't commune with the Holy Spirit. We don't have communion with the Holy Spirit as we ought to. Well, I I, I don't know about you, but I know about me. Earlier on in my ministry, I would spend time in prayer, and I, I yes, and I know that, 
I would pray in tongues for hours and I, I would spend time in, in prayer. And in prayer, I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me several times. Many of the things that has really helped our ministry to move forward, I received in times of prayer. But what I am talking about is consistent fellowship with the Holy Spirit, consistent communion with the Holy Spirit. The, the same scripture in, in other translations talks about the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And I've not really emphasized that in my life. You know, I, I mean things like sharing the scriptures with the Holy Spirit, you know, discussing scriptures with the Holy Spirit, discussing uh, this frustrations of, of um, things that are going on in my life with the Holy Spirit in terms of understanding them in the light of the gospel. And so uh, lately in the past year or no, past two years, I've become more and more aware of this and I've been building that steadily. I've, I, the first time I, I came in contact with this concept of fellowship with the Holy Spirit was when I read the book by um, Brother Lawrence uh, way back in, in when I was in my theology program in 2007, I think, or 2000, yeah, 2007, thereabout. And uh, I, I began to understand that and also combined it with pray, uh, may not always to pray and not to faint. And what I did then was whenever I, I remembered and, and I was aware of the presence of God, I would say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for being with me. And I, be, I became a habit and I, I, I saw a marked difference in my life as I recognized the presence of the Holy Spirit. But lately, what I'm getting now is that you know, not just recognizing the presence of the Holy Spirit, but even discussing scriptures and discussing things, concepts, doctrines uh, with the Holy Spirit, just getting to know more about Jesus from the Holy Spirit, having a sustained discussion with the Holy Spirit would make a major difference in, in one's life. I've been doing that lately. And I've been discovering that it's very, very powerful, helpful. It, it it really gives one insight into more of what it means to to walk closely with God. You know, I I I get my I find myself asking the Holy Spirit to help me with ministry, mostly with ministry, and give me words to speak to different people. And uh, teach me more about Jesus. Teach me more about the supernatural. Teach me more about um, what you are doing in these end times. Open my eyes to see how I should handle this situation, this relationship, and help me to pray for these people and that. And 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 of course, most times I I just uh, pray in the spirit as the Holy Spirit leads me. And and I say, help me, Lord, to pray about this issue. And I just uh, flow on in prayer with the, in the, in tongues. And what I'm trying to say is that uh, this I started late in my life uh, in my ministry. I would have loved to have started that in 2005 and just just focus on that. Just develop that all through my 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 days. And I I recognize that. You know, what I'm talking about also gives me deeper insight into what it means to live by faith. I, I always interpreted living by faith. 
to provision. I limited it to provision and to protection and to and to sometimes the supernatural uh, manifestation of God doing ministrations. But now I realize that you know when you are communing with this with the Holy Spirit all your day, you are living by faith because you can't see the Holy Spirit. You only know the Holy Spirit is there because um, He promised that He's there. But you can you can get res- response from the Holy Spirit in the Spirit, and and that's what it means to live by faith, to operate by what your your spirit senses rather than by what your your body senses. You operate by what your your spirit senses. Your spirit senses the presence of God. Then you operate as if God is there because He is there rather than operating as if he's not there because you can't measure him with your physical senses. And sometimes even God reveals himself by, by really getting through our, our spirit to our physical senses. So I'm really grateful to God for this, and I really wish I, I had started developing my my muscles, so to say. That may not be the best way, but but that's what I want to say. I developing my my relationship, my my understanding of this earlier on. Another thing I I I've done, I've been doing lately since uh, 2017. Uh, that I wish I'd uh, been doing since 2005 when we started the ministry as a Bible pastor is uh, really investing in learning how to be a good leader, just leadership, leadership as a whole. I have been doing that haphazardly, just here and there. I've, I've read a couple of books on leadership, but I've not really devoted my time to learning leadership. And I, I want to encourage any Bible pastor out there, uh, if you have once you start your ministry, start learning leadership right away. Begin to buy books and read books and, and listen to podcasts or listen to audio books and just develop your leadership muscles, your strength in leadership. Those are the things that I wish I'd done differently, done more of. Not that I didn't do them at all, but I could have done more more of them, more of this. I, I personally, this year, I've made up my mind that I want to read all of John Maxwell's leadership books, and I've subscribed to his leadership podcasts, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm, I'm learning, and I want to continue to learn about leadership. I want to really devote the next couple of years to really really learning about leadership and of course i will be sharing my my discoveries with the community the bible podcast community so those are the two things and now the other things that i have been doing and i I would encourage every bible pastor to do let me mention just the top five the top five including these two so i add three more that I would suggest that any Bible pastor would focus their time on if they want to have a successful ministry uh, in any place in the world. The first one would be prayer. Apart from the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, uh, so that's prayer also. But I also want to talk about taking out time to pray. Pray for the people of God that you are ministering to. Pray for the community Pray about everything, just prayer. Prayer in general, uh, I tie that also then with the communion with the Holy Spirit. So prayer is number one. The next thing is a consistent and voracious study of the Word. Very powerful. And 
that's one thing that I could do even more. Um, if I was starting my ministry again, I would, I will even, I think I will add a little more time to studying the word. I will give more time than I did into studying the word. Just regular study. And what I will add, you know, maybe now I'll add more is just writing down things that I'm learning of from the scriptures, just daily journaling the, the lessons and scriptures over and over again, reading them, going back over them. I, the Word of God is very foundational to anything we do. So studying the Word consistently, prayer, communion with the Holy Spirit, discussing every details, my feelings, my my reactions, my understandings with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to, I, I'm going to do that a lot. And, and the... T- the the third thing that I would like to mention that I would spend a lot of time with is reaching out. I've done that and I, I, I know I did that a lot, but I would have, I would keep doing that and do a lot more with connecting with the people. So when you've spent a lot of time in the place of prayer, you've spent time just you know, making God real to your spirit and your spirit is so aware of God's presence. The next thing to do is to bring the overflow of that to the community, just meet with people. And I, I've discovered in my, my ministry that once you're full of God, full of the Holy Spirit, charged up like that, you get into the community, meet with people, they will sense the power of God over your life and they'll be blessed. You don't even need to start the conversation about God, just get to know them. Hello, how are you? What's going on? And, and the power of the Holy Spirit will just be connecting with them and you are also in tune with the Holy Spirit. You're asking, Lord, where do we take this? How do we move this? And before you know it, the thing is, the discussion is moving towards spiritual things. And you're either offering to pray with them, share some more with them, meet them again sometime, invite them to a program. Now, it's not everyone that, that operates, that moves that fast. But of course, there are always people that are ready for us to minister to. And I will do that. I will do that every time every moment I have. So these are five things, the top five, that I would do more, a lot of, if I were starting my ministry over again. Do a lot of praying, secluded prayer. Do a lot of communion with the Holy Spirit. Do a lot of studying the Word. Do a lot of sharing those revelations with the Holy Spirit. Do a lot of ministry, um, connecting with people. I'm, I'm talking of outside the church, just connecting, 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 and then uh, after doing that, study a lot on leadership, just how to lead properly, how to handle uh, the people that will come into church, especially because in the church, many of the people that are there are going to be volunteers. And you are the volunteer in chief. You are the one, the chief volunteer, because you do your work um, as a Bible. And the others are also devoting their time. Nobody, none, you know, most of you are not being paid, or those that are being paid are just giving an allowance, uh, half of your salary, one quarter, uh, some none. And you're just giving a lot of time. So the, the good leadership skills will really help uh, maximize the 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 unique talents and blessings that all those people have as they begin to come to the church. I have seen a lot of uh, pastors get into trouble because they have poor leadership skills. I myself have seen some of the uh, you know, challenges that we have faced in ministry 
as we we navigate things without great leadership skills and i'm seeing now that i'm uh, i'm more much more of a leader now because we have pastors who um who are working with us we have life group leaders and we are trusting god for way, way more life group leaders coming up on the scene and so the the grace to lead like christ would is is very much necessary and so we need to learn and and learning from someone who loves the lord who's who's also been a who's a bible pastor john maxwell happens to be a very good good thing for me and i and i recommend that to you too so that's it for today that's what i'm going to share with you today and i i pray that all our bible bible pastors and ministers out there if you're not a pastor of course if you're just uh, your minister in 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 any form just singing or study or what uh, bible study teaching and and any other ministry that god has put in your hands the same thing this same principles will work and will make a difference in your ministry yeah so god bless you now i'm going to take a question that one of the pastors, Pastor John, sent uh, earlier on, and he wanted to know how do you know your your unique message as a pastor or as a minister? And I've been meditating on that question, and the answer that I have is that I think you, you, as you preach so many topics, you discover there's one that is you know, that you are so passionate about, and that you always come back to, and people would recognize that whenever you you minister in that. You you carry such an anointing that they want to hear you say that more and more. Uh, I don't know if some people really get the message clearly. You know, they get a revelation, and the Lord really gives them a clear message to speak about. Others, it gives them a passion, a compassion, and a desire to meet a specific need, and of course, a message will be sent towards that need, and they begin to speak it, and they find that there's great grace on them when they are speaking that message and so they keep speaking it and they keep being asked to speak it and over time after ministry for a couple of years people you would discover and people around you will discover that that's your unique grace that's your unique strength and and so you just continue in that so as a as as uh, a bible pastor to a Bible pastor or minister, I would say to you, maybe you don't need to worry much about that right now. You just follow the compassion that's on your heart. You, you want to minister to the needs of people, draw as many people to Christ. And as you do that, um, you, will dis- you, will, you will find where you really find strength. Like I, I myself, I found that I love to, to talk about surrender, just giving all to Christ. And I love to talk about love also. Just loving the Lord and loving people, and right now I have a passion to help pastors become better, more efficient, and more successful in their ministry. So, as God leads us, we we get you know better and better and more fine tuned in our ministry. So that's the answer to that question, and I'm so glad that you are part of this community. May the Lord bless you. I'll wrap up with a prayer. Father, thank you for everyone that has listened to this and that will listen to this over the time. I pray that you will help us to really know you more, commune with you better, and be better ministers in, in the field that you have put us in. Pray for anyone that is going through a difficulty right now. I pray for great wisdom and strength from the Holy Spirit to help them navigate their 
challenges. I ask that, Lord, you help for faith to rise in their hearts. Help them to realize that you have never left and you will never leave them or forsake them. Help them, O oh God, to take hold of the blessings that you have put in their lives and to carry your gospel everywhere they go. Father, I pray for for sound health and sound mind for everyone of this community and ask that your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So God bless you and don't forget you can ask your questions by going to adisobanjo.com or uh, or send me uh, your question directly. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Bivo podcast with Ade Sabanjo. Please head over to adesobanjo.com to join the conversation and access all of the resources shared on the podcast. You can also record your questions by using the red button on the right-hand side of the page. If this is your first episode of the Bivo podcast, take the time to listen to the earlier episodes where Ade talks about his amazing recovery from stroke and the lessons he learned. These lessons have revolutionized Ade's life, and they will make your life so much more fruitful, too. Till the next episode, keep spreading the love of Jesus everywhere. <laughs>